Hello, everyone. We are back with another episode of the Unfoolish Podcast, and this week we're gonna talk about the topic that I call life as an art form, and I feel like this is a very interesting perspective. It's、uh, something that I have、uh, definitely thought about quite a bit, and I don't know if other people have really talked about this. It's definitely pretty niche.、Um, I feel like the general concept of it is not that hard to understand. I just don't think people really think about it that way. So basically, I see life、uh, as an art form, right? I see it as a medium for art. You know how there's music, there's、uh, you know obviously paintings, there's all kinds of different different art forms out there. But I think life itself, especially lifestyle, right? That to me is an art form. And the reason I say that is because I think art is really about creativity. I think it is about expression, and I think really at the upper echelon in any art form, what you really have is a voice, right? You have something that's very distinct, right? In music, you have artists that you just could tell. Of course, it's them. Right.、Uh, if they're singing, it could be、theme. obvious because because their voice, it could be、uh, their tone. Right. There's specific things that they do. But even with instrumentals or with like, um, uh, you know,、uh, Lorenzo and I went to the Weekends concert. Mike Dean、mm-hmm. opened up. Right. The once、uh, the sound,、uh, you know, the music started playing. His sound, you know, it was it wasn't any instrumental. It wasn't any、uh, singing. But like the music that he created, Lorenzo recognized it, it right away. It's just like, yeah, it was like literally、yeah. the second, the second note or whatever. Like、mm-hmm. there was like a loud bass. I'm like, oh, are they testing the bass? That's crazy. <laughs> and then the second one, the second synth hits. I'm like, nah, <laughs> it's Mike Dean. Yeah, it can only be Mike Dean. Yeah. yeah so like when when you're when you get to that level in any type of art form, and people actually recognize like there is that type of distinct. Thing to it, right? And you see it in painting too. Even within the same style, you there's just subtle nuances、uh, within each painting that you could tell. Oh yeah, it's that artist, right?、Mm-hmm. They're, they're just things that when you have studied and really looked at, you could really tell that. And for me, when you think about life and lifestyle, really as an art form, I think that's kind of the level that 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 I strive for, right? So at the basic level, I see it. As an art form, because of creativity and expression, right? But at that high level, it's really finding something that's really just about you. So,、um, I guess I guess I can I can talk a little bit about how that works for me, right?、Um, because you know, like I said, this is not really a common way to think about lifestyles and stuff like that. So.、Mm. Yeah,、uh, you know, creativity and expression in the sense of like the stuff that you do every day. You really think about just why it is that you're doing. There's a intentionality to it, and thinking about okay, what what if I do it differently? What if I have this and that? You know, these different type of mixtures, incorporation of different activities, and really. I think a lot of people.、Uh, I've said this before. Kind of their lifestyle is very much a pretty obvious and direct product of their environment. I see there's a lack of creativity and really、uh, finding out what what really works for them. 
there's just a lot of things that people probably haven't even tried. You know, when we talk about sleep schedule, we talk about diet. There's a lot of different uh, choices there that a lot of people haven't even considered, mm-hmm. let alone actually try for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So when you start to think about lifestyle as an art form and you think about creativity and expression, you're thinking about the different things, that, the different choices that you have. And you're thinking about, okay what you know makes sense to me what fits me you know finding that type of identity and that type of individuality to it right and then and then through a lot of that over time and really keying in eventually you kind of develop something pretty unique pretty creative and uh really just really expressing yourself and you get to a point where people could look at that oh yeah, that's that's him. That's definitely how he lives his life, right? You could tell these things. You say, "Oh yeah, of course." Like other people don't live their lives like that, right? Like uh, like the combination of things, the the specifics, how things are done, the reason behind it, right? The intentionality, those things, at that level, really becomes like you know Mike Dean, for example, or any other artist that really have found their voice. So. Uh, there's obviously a lot of specifics to get into it, but I think I explained the concept pretty well. Yeah, I think, I don't know, uh, I guess like when you think of the term lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of, I, I, it kind of hints at a little bit of the creativity uh, mm-hmm. topic. Because, you know, like usually when you say style, it's a certain type a certain category of uh, whatever topic you're talking about. So, you know, art style, you know, there's that. There's, you know, clothing style and stuff like that. But, yeah, like, I, I feel like, you know, I kind of I kind of see from, you know, your perspective on it. Because I guess, like, every little decision you make is almost like, um, I don't know. I'd say my best analogy for it would be like every day or every week is like a different stroke. And then, mm. you know, like like a painting. And then like at the end of your life, you know, it comes all together almost. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there there are times where it's off, you know, you know, you make mistakes. Um, but then, you know, you turn it into something else or you add on to it, whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. Like... I definitely see that and it's honestly incredible when you meet people who have such a strong like identity of themselves within mm-hmm. everything they do you know and you can almost tell just by the way they present themselves you know uh, whether it's clothing facial expression um, I guess like you know personality wise like level of confidence or not like you could tell a lot by just looking at someone and usually, you know, like if you assume something like from their, I guess their style in general and like how they, you know, let other people perceive them, mm-hmm. you kind of, you're kind of right. You know, like you're like, oh, like this guy looks, this guy looks uh, like he's been through some shit. And then you talk to him <laughs> and he you realize. Like he some psychiatric advice. <laughs> yeah. This guy looks like he belongs in a psych ward, dude. You look at him, yeah, he do. <laughs> you talk to him, he's like, yo, hey, man. Classic. I could kill you in five seconds, bro. You won't even, you couldn't even blink. Damn, yeah, you know, Raymondo, bro. You like, got Raymondo. Raymondo, I clued into him, bro. like, well, we were still on the Sky Train. I'm like, what kind of man 
Did he have two pair of Oakley glasses? He had like one pair he was wearing yeah. and then one over the top. Like what yeah. kind of man? <laughs> Where is that along with the zebra? Bro, zebra was it bandana? the same guy with like the parrot or some shit? Yeah. Or like yeah, that's the, the guy. Yeah, that's the he's guy. in oh Dubai right now, bro. He's, he's in Dubai right now. What the fuck? Yeah. This guy. Have you not been following his uh, Facebook group that we're both in? <laughs> no, I, I, I have been. I have been. Burn like, the dance oh, floor. Seen it Come on. Burning up Dubai-ish. Bro. <laughs> man, what a guy. Real life pirate, it's crazy. Yeah. Interesting guy. Nah, yeah, damn. If he's in Dubai, he probably gave up on the parrot, bro. Yeah. Rest or in peace. What was his name? Baby. Baby Picasso. Know. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, Baby yeah. Picasso, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm yeah. surprised he didn't name it like Baby Ray or some. Just after bro. himself. Dude, yeah. yeah. No, that guy but, definitely. Dude, that that's a good example of art. Our lifestyle is an art form, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, like I think whole... I told you this, but like he was, uh, he was in Michael Bublé's music video. Yeah, for for one of the songs as a salsa instructor, I think "Save the Last Dance for Me." I think it's that. Yeah, I think that you're song. right. Yeah, but yeah. So Damn. very interesting guy, very interesting life, and honestly, mm-hmm. for my program, I gotta do these stories. Maybe, maybe sometime I do it on him. No one else is gonna. No one maybe else even know a guy like that. Yeah, exists, the bro. story, bro. The Raimondo yeah. story. Get him, get him out to the world. Yeah, bro. No, <laughs> invite him to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably say yes, bro. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, man. Yeah, he seems like the type of guy who'd be down for that. Yeah. No, but um, speaking of people who kind of come to mind when we're talking about this ray i've shown you this for sure i don't know if i've shown you george frank yang you guys remember you remember frank yang raymond the human no. acid trip what really who? very strange videos no no uh dude's got a pretty i don't know i haven't followed him recently at all but i i cannot describe but his videos are just It's Frank Yang, bro. That's the only thing you can say about it. Yeah. It's yeah. Frank Yang. It's just... Me, and it's, it seems me. like he lives... Like, it seems like on an everyday basis, that's... I don't think there's... I don't think it's the persona. Mm-hmm. I think that's legit Frank, Frank Yang. Yang. Yeah, pull him up real quick, bro. Yeah, I mean, you could look... Yeah, remember Manifestation, Suicide, Conspiracy you go, go to his channel. Go to his channel. Go to his channel. You'll recognize some of the videos on there. Oh, wait. Was this the one... What? Like lifting weights in the middle of the street and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, other there are other good examples of really famous people who who this comes to mind. You know, for me mm-hmm. in in one of the episode that we did um, for our dinner guest, right? Uh, our you know dream dinner guest in that in that famous question, and I said oh, Jeff yeah? Goldblum as one of them, right? Oh yeah, Def- definitely uh, a very similar thing, like very distinct person with a very interesting life story and uh, a lot of things that you kind of pick up you could tell like it's it's very much him right there's this whole style to it and and for me um kobe right mamba mentality and the whole work ethic the type of like the, the way that he behaved the stuff there's that he would do on and off the court like mm-hmm. you know that's very much uh that's very much him and there's no one really quite like that and yeah, like, like Raymond was saying, like I definitely appreciate that so much as well. And I think it is not always like the, the best thing, 
you know, sometimes those type of things come with a lot of detriments, a lot of stuff that, that you're going to yeah. be okay with not having or not doing, right? But at, at the same time, you also got to look at what exactly it is that va- that you value and that you really want, yeah. right? Because I think that's one of the things that I appreciate about it the most is mm-hmm. that saying, mm-hmm. okay, this is what I value, this is what I want, and this is the way I'm going to live my life and conduct myself uh, to have that. And yeah. I understand that it means that there are certain things I can't have and that certain things are going to be harder for me in whatever way. And and there is a peace, right? They're they're at peace with that. They're okay with that. And there's a very clear awareness, understanding, and honesty. Mm-hmm. And and they just choose to live the way they do, anyways, right? Uh, you know, uh, I just watched a baseball thing um, on the Japanese dude um, Shohei Otani or whatever, uh, the guy who's one of the best pitchers, but also a top level hitter as well. And it's just something that is literally impossible, according to anyone who knows the game. But somehow he's doing it for the last couple of seasons. Uh, absolutely historical stuff. Apparently, I never really followed baseball and I didn't know baseball. So I knew like because he was making the news about how good he is and stuff like that. But I didn't really, really understand just how historical that is and what mm-hmm. it really meant. Right. But like. When when I was looking at like the the documentary, well, not really a documentary, but this kind of like a YouTube video that did a really good job, kind of explaining just kind of the significance of it and just how mm-hmm. great he, yeah. the stuff he's doing is. Right, part of that he kind of talks about his lifestyle and 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 kind of how how much he works, right? And outside of that, he really just doesn't have much else going on, and also that like. Uh, he essentially gave up on like $200 million because he just wanted to uh, come play in the U.S. and, and, and just do, do that, right? He was under contract with the Japanese club. And if he waited until his contract expired, he would have made, you know, the, the actual proper amount of money. But because of the, the contract thing, he had to forego a, the vast majority of like the the money he could have been making, but he was okay with that, right? And also, even when he was in Japan making like uh, the the which was still quite a lot of money that he was making, the vast majority of that like were rather out of that. Like he was uh, just giving it to his mom or whatever to manage, and he was getting like a uh, pretty small amount of money as like allowance, right? Because he was living with like the team. So overall, he didn't really have much to spend on anyway. And like I was saying earlier, all he did was really just train, right? Yeah. So in many ways, it's just like it's it's kind of psychotic almost, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would not want to do that. But at the same time, if what you really love is that sport and being able to perform at that top level and really do something absolutely historical, something that people thought is literally impossible, and you just take this great joy from competing, from playing, from training, from improving, and from all of these different aspects. Like, you know, I I can't I can't hate on the guy for that. You know, I, I appreciate that. I respect that. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's an interesting perspective to have. And when you see something like that, I, I see it I see it as an art. You know, I see it as mm-hmm. something. 
that has that type of creativity and self-expression and individuality to it. And, mm-hmm. and that to me, just super interesting to see it from that type of perspective. Yeah. I, uh, I want to mention, I want to kind of go back to what you were saying about, you know, like the cons, the negatives, right. Mm-hmm. That, uh, Lorenzo brought up too. There are negatives, but I feel like a lot of times without those negatives, it wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. definitely a very, like, that's like a, it almost, it almost makes it more unique and more individualized, right? Because mm-hmm. you realistically, like what those things are better, like maybe for the general public, like for the public, but it might not be for them, right? It might mm-hmm. not be mm-hmm. the thing that they want, right? So in all honesty, like, I don't know. I, I think it really does draw out more character and gives it more of a personality right their lifestyle and their values rather than having everything so perfect right mm-hmm. so yeah. like because that kind of ruins it right you, it there's no way you know like you know i feel like it, it makes it more human almost mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah and like what you were saying about like the uh, the psychotic you know like kind of like look i think when it comes to that it just shows it just shows you the amount of value they have you know within and like it's just their lifestyle uh honestly like it's their way of life right Mm -hmm. um it's honestly extremely impressive and respectable uh just how far they would go Mm -hmm. to do what they want right I have yeah. a couple of friends who, you know, they say they're going to do something and no matter what, like that goal is, they will manage it and they will mm-hmm. find ways and, you know, they will do not anything because like that, that kind of sounds us, yeah. but like they'll <laughs> do their best, like mm-hmm. literally best to, to get what they want and what their yeah. goals are and to achieve that. And I, that's incredibly respectable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and honestly, like, it, like, it, bro, like, uh, at some point, you just look at them, and be like, dude, like, what kind of robot are you, man? Like, <laughs> that's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, and it machine. almost motivates you too, right? It does mm-hmm. motivate you, right? Into like, okay, like, it drives you too. Like, just being around them, it's it's crazy. So yeah, it's kind mm-hmm. of my take. Yeah, I think um, a part of that reminds me of this other thing that I was watching. Uh, JJ Reddick does a podcast called Old Man and the Three, and he had the comedian. Well, he's a, more than just a comedian, but um, Hasan Minaj, he, he went on there. And a, a part of the conversation was about what, quote-to-quote, winning means, right? And really, I think uh, the most important takeaway that I have from that and relating it to our, the, what we're talking about today is kind of what people you know define the winning as and kind of how how they kind of talk about it not like definitely if you're a public figure you know then anyone could kind of have their own thoughts and comments and you know criticisms and whatever towards you but even just people who are not you have family and friends and peers colleagues Mm -hmm. right who who are in your life who are gonna you know maybe not even make comments you know some people would make comments but you could tell uh 
just just by certain behaviors and maybe it's a look maybe maybe you know it could be different ways of expressing it but you could tell a lot of the times of kind of that they are kind of against yeah the the the, the way the lifestyle or the overall decision making in, in some type of way right because i know in sports a lot of um yeah people talk about winning it's focused on mostly championships right but for mm-hmm. some people it's about individual accolades and you know even just people who focus on individual accolades a lot of the time that gets criticized a lot right because a lot of people think it should just be about winning as a team and getting the championship that's ultimate goal right but really i think for a lot of individuals within the sport winning as like they were talking about damian lillard right he is one of the best shooters in the league he's a all-star level guy uh and He's making a lot and a lot of money. He is still at a club that drafted him and gave him the opportunity. He has integrated himself into the community there in Portland and giving back to the community with a lot of kind of work within the community. He has a family and all of these things, you know, that's winning, right? And people will criticize him for staying on that team. Well, people will say that he's only there for the money, right? People will say all these type of things about him because the 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 kind of idea is that winning is only for for the championship, and that's kind of the only goal that people are supposed to have, and 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 that's it. And the whole lifestyle and everything should be based on going towards that. But in reality, like a lot of people, like the money is important. The, the family is important. The community is important. And the other aspect of their lives are very important. And having all of those things the way that they want it, that is winning to them, right? And that, like, in, in, the, in the way, the, in the frame of this conversation, the, the topic that we're talking about, having all of those things in that specific way and having their lifestyle like that is, is their artistic uh, vision right and I, I i just really like to look i really like looking at it like that and really just appreciating the commitment to it and being at peace you know despite all those criticism by these other people and despite um all the things that they are not having right as, mm-hmm. as you're talking about raymond yeah it reminds me of uh, a good clip of sebum talking about uh how when he was like really getting serious about bodybuilding, his friends stopped mm-hmm. inviting him to stuff because it was like he'd be prepping, he wouldn't be able to go out to eat or whatever because mm-hmm. he'd be prepping for competitions. So it got to the point where they're like, oh, why bother inviting him? He's just gonna say no, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, but then I feel like bodybuilding is such a good example of this because like literally their physical bodies are just a testament to all the work they put in, mm-hmm. in the steroids too. But like, <laughs> you still need to put in insane amounts of work. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, regardless. I, like a lot, a lot of people level. think, oh, if you just take steroids, you'll just be absolutely huge and shredded. Just like what? Yeah. What? No. <laughs> especially at the especially at the level C bum is that man. That's like, dude. Do you have any idea how many calories he eats when he's cutting, bro? You have any idea, George? Uh no, I don't. This C bum guy eats like fifteen hundred calories when he's fucking f- cutting down, bro. He's like Damn. Mr. Dude. He's like Mr. Olympia. Or what is it? Cla- classic? I forget. No, I don't know. 
But uh-huh. he's, he's a three times champion. He eats fifteen hundred calories at that fucking mass, bro. Yeah. What the fuck? It's six foot something, bro. Yeah. That's like that's like below maintenance for me, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's what he and he's still doing cardio. He's still working out, bro. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> he's not human. He's actually not human. You gotta respect that man. You, like you gotta. Appreciate that's unbelievable. That. Mm-hmm. That's just like holy shit, bro, Herculean. Literally, absolutely fucking Herculean. Bro, like literally, he lives, breathes, and literally eats bodybuilding, man. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like, it's also so much self discipline mm-hmm. to continue because it doesn't stop. You know, like it's not like a it's not like a job where it's like nine to five and you're chilling mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro, it's I mean, year like, round every single day. Yeah, like, year it's round, fucked. and even in the off season, like you got to put in the work. You know, to, exactly. Like, make it you can't. Exactly. So like, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's so much dedication, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. Like Pitbull said, me not working hard. Yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, <laughs> go to Times Square, take a picture of me with a Kodak. <laughs> <laughs> bro, George and Legends quotes, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> what a quote. What a quote! I think for the past few episodes, George is like, "Yo, like the quote, right? Like, like this quote." Yeah, it's just like it's so out of nowhere too. It's so good. Yeah, a lot of them are from songs as well. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. I think think last week's first collision, though. Who? Just the heat lamp, bro. Just the heat lamp. I Listen to our gallery. Just really get people thinking about it. To be fair, I, I can kind of see it. That's not actually not that bad of an idea. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. Yeah? It's the wave, bro. Just a light bulb, bro. That's that's it. Damn, that's, light bulb. Light bulb. that's been done. No, no, a light bulb that's off. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's like a switch right next to it. Like it's all connected, everything. There's electricity. You turn it on. It's it's used light bulb. That's crazy, bro. Gets you thinking. Yeah. Like damn. What, what happens does it after mean, death? Bro. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens. You got people turning you on and off, but they can't. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. uh, there's one thing that you actually said towards the very beginning uh, that that I wanted to touch on, but we kind of moved past it. But I want to go back to it. And you're talking about how there's kind of ons and offs. <laughs> uh, you know how, you know, things are not always completely smooth, right? Mm. There are these uh, bumps and, and, and stuff like that as well, right? And I think that's uh, something not only important to understand, but it reminds me of a couple concepts that I really like. Uh, and for me, it's much more related to kind of other things in life, but even just with lifestyle itself and kind of your your typical day-to-day life, I think it, it, it does apply. And it's the two concepts that are pretty much, well, fundamentally they're they're kind of the same thing but one is prezzatura in italian which mm. is kind of a effortless style effortless kind of cool type of thing and it really embraces little things not being completely right everything's mm. not being perfect 
right? And then you know, and the other concept is uh, something that has existed in Japanese art for a very long time. I was just about to say, wabi sabi. Yeah. What? I was just about to say, it's like the wabi sabi. It's so delicious, bro. I love it on my sushi, bro. So good, bro. <laughs> like, wabi sabi, not wasabi. That's like the broken thing where they fix it with the resin, right? That that what? is an expression of this concept, but that's mm. not the only example. Ah, yeah. Wait, but oh wait, no, no, no. describe it. What is it? So yeah, yeah, wabi sabi is essentially the the this concept in Japanese art of beauty in the imperfection. Right. Oh, so the yeah. what Lorenzo described about these like bowls or plates that were broken, but then kind of put back together using well, like it's a resin. With, they use like it's gold a resin in with there gold as well. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. a resin with gold. They they don't yeah. they don't literally yeah that would be some pretty next level metallurgy for them. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Like, so like so that, you could just, see yeah. like the pattern of all the crack and stuff like that, right? But it has this new thing to it, and that type of imperfection, right? is is a it's adding to the beauty of it right yeah and you see it in in um clothing you know fashion you see it interior design and you see it in painting as well it does these subtle subtle things that are just not quite perfect stuff that aren't exactly um mm. what you would think as okay yeah that some, something's not quite right but really those little things like that actually add to the beauty Right, and I feel like if we're gonna talk about lifestyle as an art form, that concept is very important to understand, and it completely relates to the on and off and those type of little uh, bumps and bruises, little hills that you can little pick Little hiccups. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like those yeah. things. Are, it's important to understand that. I, I love it. Yeah, and you see it a lot. I feel like in like actual art, like Francis Bacon. Like, mm. Oh his yeah. His paintings are very much Francis Bacon. They reflect a lot of like his lifestyle and his life events but mm-hmm. a lot of uh, it's not like a happy life you know what i mean it's not mm-hmm. like yeah a, it's his yeah. life exactly you know? exactly yeah yeah he just bears it all in the painting yeah mm-hmm. i think it's definitely important to embrace like the um you know the little hiccups uh mm-hmm. here and there and i don't know i you know, like when you kind of like describe the paintings earlier, George, like saying it's not necessarily perfect, mm-hmm. but like what is perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, like is uh, it when have you ever seen lines... Golden Brash? That's perfect, bro. That's perfect. That's perfect. What? Bro. Squidward tentacles? Golden Brash? It doesn't oh. get better than that. What? That's just a peak, bro. You don't know Golden Brash? Yeah. You know, Bold. there 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 had been this one particular art critic oh that once God. called it more <laughs> like belongs in the trash. But <laughs> I felt like that type of criticism is a little bit way too harsh. It's also I think, a little jealousy, I feel. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. that's exactly where it came from. The I form, oh right? God. The form of that. When oh, like, so you look at the figure, like, holy. Oh, it's so, beautiful. you know, it just flows, man. It does. It flows, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I might get a bone yeah, brush tattoo to be honest with you, man. I don't know. Yeah. Do it. Might have to do it. Yeah, 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 might, yeah. Have to. might have to. Just on right, your face, right actually. Here. Nah, right here on the neck, bro. Right on, on the, the neck. neck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think. I feel like when it's perfect, like. It also it also depends on the artist, you know. Like maybe that is perfect, right? That's better than what they originally imagined, mm-hmm. right? 
I feel like the term perfect is, I guess, the original idea of something, right? Hmm. Like so the like pla- that- yo, that, that, yo, that's some Plato shit right there, bro. That's actually some Plato shit what you just said. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. The platonic God, ideal, think- yeah. Yeah, like, you know, the like original idea. Like, I- exactly. A sheep. Hmm. There's an so idea like, of like it- a perfect cow, but there is no perfect cow. There is no perfect sheep, you know? Yeah. There's things are close, yeah. but it's never going to be perfect. And, and also, I think any artist who really have, have, regardless of the medium, when they're working on their art, when they're actually producing whatever piece, they realize at some point that it's never quite perfect. And 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 at some point, I think they really understand that perfection just doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. And a common struggle that the artists have okay. is knowing when to stop, knowing when yeah. to be okay. Th- this is a finished project. This piece is done, yeah. right? Like it's hard to find that point because I always feel like there's more that you could do. There's mm-hmm. little things they still kind of want to work on. And even when you are at the point, like you're kind of, you know, you're done, you recognize that, like, okay. Yeah, you know, I can't really make this better, but there's specific aspects of it that could be better. And there's certain things that, that you know, uh, whether it's techniques or just perspective or whatever it is that, that you could work on so your future things can be better or whatever. And, and somehow get closer to perfection, which you somehow both know that doesn't exist, but at the same time still kind of strive for. It, it's, it's a weird type yeah. of struggle that, that just happens. Mm-hmm. I think that could be related to a lot of things, you know, like, you know, I feel like a lot of people never exactly have enough of the things they want, mm-hmm. though they have, they might have double or triple the amount, right? Like, let's say for money wise, like you have double, triple the amount that you want originally, mm-hmm. but when is that going to stop, right? When are you going to be like, you know what, that's enough. When you have that amount, you're like, I, you know what, more wouldn't hurt, right? So, like, it's kind of like that. Like, I don't know. I, I, that's why you see a lot of artists, you know, like, not even artists. Like, people who are into art as well, they, whenever they make a mistake, they're like, okay, like, I'm, I'm going to do it again, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, 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 one after another. They don't stop. They try to fix every little you know, small thing, quality. Yeah. And when everything's fixed to the, how they want it, they add more stuff because yeah. they're like, no, nah, it's gotta be more than this. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. It's like some writers, they can't stop writing. Exactly. They, and, they'll write something and be like, man, this is garbage because something just doesn't feel right. And they'll, they'll just restart and, and it keeps getting delayed and, and they never really finish. Mm-hmm. And then just say, okay, if that doesn't get finished, then what about the next works? You know, what about what about everything that comes after? Like at some point, yeah. you got to draw the line. You got to, uh, you know, move on. You know, mm-hmm. that is done. Work on the next thing. Learn from the experience and, and just keep going like that. And that's both the struggle and this type of mindset. I feel like when if we're going to talk about lifestyle as an art, you got to understand that, right? Because how, how do you know the stuff that you're kind of incorporating into your life is enough, right? Yeah. Like the, the stuff that you're doing, like it, it, it's enough for you. It's getting what you want and all of that. Like you kind of need to understand these type of perspectives within art, right? 
if if you're gonna start thinking about it, about your lifestyle as an art form. Yeah, like mm-hmm. for sure. You know, I I think. Um, I think the biggest thing when it comes to art or any type of style in general is acceptance, right? Mm. When like, at what point you draw the line? Like you said, at what point you just say, okay, I accept it. You know, it is what it is, and I gotta mm. move on from it, right? I I think that's one of the biggest keys, right? Because you have you have like you said, you have all these talented you know individuals with their own styles, and though they might not deem it being enough but at what point like do they just say i accept it and i'm just gonna roll with it right Mm -hmm. and that's and i think that's the most important thing Mm -hmm. because it it really does set their style in place rather than constant change right yeah Mm -hmm. and once you have your values and your perspectives and your beliefs all set and all locked like you're that's you you know Mm -hmm. so i think that's very important yeah 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 so i think at this point of the conversation what i want to ask you guys is you know life lifestyle as an art form what what about your lifestyle how what aspects of it do you feel like is using creativity is using expression is kind of adding your own take on what life is and how you know a tip how day-to-day life works i think that's i don't know because like i think for everyone like it's kind of sometimes like you got a picture like everyone lives a different life right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no one lives the exact same life as you and i think that's what you know that's what gives people character mm-hmm. and that's what you know gives me a uh, character i would say you know i might value some things that other people don't and they might other people might value things that i don't so like yeah sure. i think i think this is it he's gonna I, come out as a furry fuck you just ruined <laughs> it man um yeah no but like i i think it definitely um it definitely depends i would say i wouldn't i feel like it's also difficult to say your own style Hmm. when you know i guess like i never really put too much thought into it i've kind of always kind of just done things like the way i do things right Mm -hmm. and some for the better and some might be for the worse Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day it's my it's my own decision mm-hmm. i've made them and you gotta live with it like there's yeah. no point in you know regret um mm-hmm. i feel like it's very important to be able to move past and mm-hmm. learn but yeah i don't know okay. i i wouldn't say my style is any particularly like specific i think mm-hmm. it's just you you know my favorite saying you know it is what it is you know you can't you can't say it is what it is feel like uh just timeline wise just currently like in a state of limbo until i until i like finish school and i know exactly what i want to do for like the rest of my life career wise yeah 
Because mm-hmm. like until then, I feel like it's it's a little hard to orient the rest of my life. Like there, there's things that I value that I think I'm gonna keep close to, like physical fitness, things like that. Mm-hmm. Trying to use things, uh, you know, trying new things in the gym, all that jazz. Trying new movements. That's kind of things that I think will stay close to the core. But as a lifestyle, like right now, I'm really just chugging through school. Yeah. To get it done yeah. so that I can get to what I see in the future being my big thing which is like neuroscience because that that to me is like the most interesting thing bro yeah so yeah so I can do research on that someday yeah so I feel like yeah it's kind of like a, until I get there I don't I don't have that vision you know I feel like that's one thing that is really needed or that clarity that you really okay. need to kind of have those concrete things so like you know Kobe has a very specific vision Arnold had yeah. a very specific vision Francis Bacon uh, though obviously he evolved a lot throughout the years he had a very clear direction with his art you know it was very mm-hmm. clear what he was trying to do he had a very in, he had strong intentions behind the art he was making yeah. I feel like that's something that you know that's that's why a lot of critics of modern art is like you can't really see the intentions sometimes right when it's just like a just a bl- blue background and like a white line through it like what the fuck is that like what? Mm-hmm. sold for you sold know? for a billion yeah, yeah that's just like that's just a money laundering, laundering scheme bro yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah money laundering scheme bro that's what that is bro so like i don't know right now i don't have anything yet you know i'm working towards mm-hmm. it so that hopefully when i graduate i can hone in on something lock it in but that yeah. is part of the vision though mm-hmm. that is yeah, part yeah. of the create the searching cre- creative yes, process yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking for the muse, yeah, bro. Say, looking for the muse. I'd say I I do relate to that, because like, at certain points you kind of have to think to yourself like, okay, like what direction am I actually going towards, right? Mm-hmm. So you question your own direction, your own path, and you know you always kind of choose which path is, you know, which course of action is the best for you, right? So, I think, I feel like a lot of people are kind of figuring it out, but at the same time, the way they figure it out, like you said, George, is the creative, um, is the creative process. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't see it that way. You know, a lot of the decisions they make now will impact their future. It's not just yeah. when I get there, it's how mm-hmm. will I get there, you know, and what will it take and what, you know, paths will it take to get there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people think too much about the destination rather than like the actual journey, which is kind of cliche. But I feel like at certain points you have to appreciate, you know, the journey and like what's going on now rather than mm-hmm. later. And I feel like a lot of people appreciate it too late. You know, once they've yeah. already reached their goals, they think back to like, oh man, like I wish I. You know that that's like a I think I don't know that's like a thing where like people finally have what they want but throughout the way they didn't enjoy you know mm. the journey mm-hmm. and they look back and like I wish I could I wish I could enjoy those moments you know it's almost yeah. as if they feel like the cost was too great for what they ultimately yeah. got yeah i think that depends a lot on the goal so like somebody like kobe i'm sure didn't have any regrets about all the work he put in yeah somebody like david goggins doesn't regret the crazy shit that he's done even though it's been ridiculously hard things like that 
So yeah, I think and, it depends and that's on, like, that's a very difficult aspect of this, right? Because yeah. you gotta identify the values and the and the fundamental, profound desires. The, those things that exist. That's kind of the, the you know, at the very base of your motivations, mm-hmm. right? Because if once you identify those things, it's much clearer to have goals that actually. Uh, have a very low chance of you end up regretting and how you approach each step of the way along the process is going to be much more likely uh, a way of doing it that that actually makes sense for you as opposed to something that just gets you to the goal right like um i think a lot of the day-to-day life stuff that a lot of people uh like like you know that's the creativity part that a lot of people don't take seriously and really think about right there's a lot of stuff that we talk about that i said early on that people don't even think about let alone actually try and once they try like you gotta reflect and see if that's what's working for you and that's uh, what's getting you what you want right there's a lot of stuff uh within people's day-to-day lives that it feels like they're just kind of doing uh with the lack of intention like you're saying lorenzo and and there's kind of a whatever aspect that's happening um you know if if they're tired maybe they'll just eat and not Mm -hmm. think about the consequences of that um and you know maybe maybe it makes sense to have food at regular times maybe uh, it makes sense you have a specific amount of meals maybe there's a specific kind of fasting thing that that makes sense for for people to do but uh there's a lot of people who just kind of eat whenever sometimes they skip a meal sometimes uh they eat too much sometimes it's whatever hey, and man, it's and, the play bro it's the play i'm telling you boys i'm telling you boys i know there's great epigenetic benefits to eating on a regular basis but trust bro trust bro just eat whenever you feel like at home. And then every know, now and then I just know. force yourself to just go hungry for a while. Bro, that's the point. Like I said, like the, the thing is about being intentional with the decision-making yeah. process and, and seeing what yes, actually sir. works for you and what exactly you want and whether what you're doing gets you what you want. Yeah, right? bro. Like I've so, been cutting back on sugar lately, but like I intentionally got a Baja Blast Mountain Dew, bro, earlier today. So good, bro. Oh, my God, bro. Worth yeah so i think you know honestly like it definitely you can't be focusing on you know what's sometimes you gotta just live you know how you feel right mm-hmm. in the moment mm-hmm. right you kind of go with what works best for you like i yeah. know for me i've made a lot of changes um within recent years where i do things that i feel you know within the moment i'll eat when i feel like i want to eat and although that you know you know once every 23 hours might not be good but (laughs) like generally speaking i I think that's that's player bro that's good bro yeah like i don't like you know i don't really feel any if it works for you, it works for you. And exactly. it seems like it's an intentional you, decision. Like, right? and your, your cells are literally aging slower because of it, bro. Trust, bro. Like, uh, like literally, like that. That's what yeah. it's all about. Like, you have the intentionality part, and then yeah. you have the it actually works for you part, right? And those are the most important uh, parts. 
And uh, those are the parts that people are lacking. They're, they're doing things unintentionally and they're not benefiting from it. Rather that they're actually, uh, you know, suffering the, the consequences of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So there isn't like any specific thing that I think people should do. Right. All I, just, all I think it is it's this process and uh, this process is the intentionality it is seeing. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, it's the finding out the fundamental values and desires that exist that's motivating you in the first place. Because if you don't know what exactly it is that you want, then it's very gonna, it's going to be very difficult to make decisions that get you what you want, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, and the last thing I want to talk about, just kind of a little bit about uh, answering the question that I gave you guys earlier about kind of my lifestyle and how I think it is at our form, right? Because for me, there are some very clear things that, that are very important to me and benefit me a lot, right? Some of these things, most of these things I've talked about in other episodes, but just not in, from this frame, right? And, you know, one of the things is having meals without rushing, right? Uh, just grabbing something really quick and, and, you know, that's just, just, that doesn't work for me. Eating on the go, you know, that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. What works for me is actually just taking a little bit of time. It doesn't have to be a long time, but just sitting down and just eating. And that's, I benefit so much from that. I feel like my life is so much better from it. And that is something I am not, you know, I'm just not okay with not having. Something else is having a full night's sleep, right? Uh, people stay up for projects or, I don't know, doing doing whatever, really. Maybe binge-watching something, maybe uh, playing video games, maybe partying, maybe, oh, man, you, I don't you know, ma- maybe like work. Come on, I, I don't know what exactly it is, but like for me, like it's just so important that, that I get a full night's sleep. I, mm. I don't know, like looking at... Doing that, we're not doing that. How much better or worse it is? Like it's a very obvious uh, decision to make. Yeah. Right? And there's a lot of other small things like that in my life, such as uh, similar to you, Lorenzo, and and you, Raymond. The physical activity part, the working out, right? And for me, the specific thing that I like is really uh, the basic body weight exercises. Those for me, uh, I get the most out of. But overall, just working so out sure. yeah. and being physical in general is mm-hmm. just huge for me i also yeah. know that going for walks regularly is something that i really want to to be a part of my life right and i think um you know based on what i value one of the things is is beauty you know beauty contributes the sense of beauty contributes very significantly to my sense of fulfillment and one of the things that give me that feeling is watching the sunrise. It's one of the reasons that I get up, you know, very early. So oh, uh, I'm able, I'm able to do that. That's crazy. Right? Do you know all the health benefits of uh, viewing sunrises? Apparently, there's like bare health benefits. Andy Huberman just goes on and on about it all the time because apparently it's like unbelievably good for you. Well, uh, there you go. I know that I feel great, you know, ex- you experientially, go, I could you tell go. you that whatever he says is probably true. Yes, oh, absolutely, dude. There's science to back it, bro. Mm-hmm. Science to back it. Dude. Now you know, it's I crazy. Think, 
Yeah. I mean, it really depends on, you know, like you were talking about sleep schedule. Like, I feel like it does depend on, like, whatever you feel like your body feels best, right? Mm-hmm. No, that's like, cap. No, I that's could... cap. That's cap. That's cap. That's literally no. capping and attack you. No, no. They've done, they've done no. like, tests and shit with, like, um, night no, owls. No, I'm not. No, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, against, like, I'm not saying whether it's good or not, but, like, if you feel like you need a certain amount of rest for your body to oh, feel optimal. Oh, oh, yeah, optimal. that's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, everyone kind of, like, schedule. oh, what? No. No, but, like, yeah, like, I've had, you know, I've had times where I've full night's rest and, like, I just feel horrible after, right? But I've also had days where, or nights where I've had two hours and I, I feel like I've slept, like, Mm-hmm. throughout the whole day it's crazy so like i feel like it really depends on what your body is feeling and yeah. you know i mean there's I so guess much the mindset it. sleep is so weird man sleep is so weird it like, is you got like but ultra yeah. ultra radiant rhythms you wake up at the wrong time of the sleep cycle yeah. it's like it's gonna fuck you in the ass exactly so bad but yeah no like definitely you know like i feel like everyone has their own yeah. like little aspects in life where you know they personally enjoy and like mm-hmm. i think no combination is the same you know oh for if, sure yeah 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 absolutely mm-hmm. yeah and really you know the whole concept here that we're talking about with lifestyle being an art form it is the creativity and self-expression to find your own combination of these things right looking at the options trying them out and seeing what works for you and what uh, ends up giving you what you want, right? And like I said before, you really got to, you know, spend some time and really just figure out what it is that you want in the first place, what what those values are that, that are important to you. But yeah, it is the intentionality and it is like finding something that works and having the ultimate kind of full picture be something that that really signifies you right and um and i think i think that's that's pretty much it so uh any final things you want to say before we move on to highlights amen bro greeks had it bro and greeks had it. the unexamined life is not worth living bro crazy crazy bro they, they got a quote for everything bro i don't get it and they're always so to the point they had it all figured out man i'm telling you Crazy. I think they just thought a lot. Dude, for real. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think that's much it. All mm-hmm. right. Who wants to start with their highlights? My highlight was remembering about Frank Yang, to be honest with you. No, I'm just playing. No, I had a, I had a midterm. I think it went all right. Hey, good. Uh, I got bamboozled, man. By <laughs> this one substitute group. Um, it was like cyclohexane, hexadiol or whatever, and I'd never mm-hmm. seen diol before, right? Yeah. Like, what? It was like one three hexadiol, and my brain just—I had a complete brain fart. It should have been clear that obviously it was just two hydroxy groups or whatever. But now I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, what the fuck is diol, bro? What is diol? Oh. Oh. <laughs> so after the midterm, I asked my TA, and he's just like, oh man. The disappointment in his voice, bro, when I asked him that question, he's like, it's just mm-hmm. two hydro, two hydroxyl groups, bro. It's like, yeah. It's like, bruh. Massive L. But otherwise, it went all right. Yeah, and uh, either way, 
you're done with it and you can yeah. move on with your life yes sir so exactly that's a highlight regardless and now you yes, know sir. next time mm-hmm. next time next time yeah it won't get me twice bro shit's not gonna get me twice that's for sure <laughs> for me once shame on uh, you for me you don't for me again <laughs> the George, George Bush, Bush. Classic. <laughs> yeah. George Bush my, was just so good. Yeah. Too many, too many moments. What a guy. I don't know. Anything for Thanksgiving? No, I don't know. Just chilling. Anything with school? No. No, it's good. I've been trying to keep same schedule yeah. so it's good lots of assignments so you know it's always nice well but, but the interview thing oh yeah no so uh actually yeah i uh, i had a almost forgot <laughs> i did a i did a interview for uh for van's uh team leader i think uh-huh uh for one of the shops um i guess like one of the uh stores mm-hmm. and yeah i don't know i i didn't realize i actually applied for the like a team management position yeah i thought i just applied for like a regular position uh-huh. but they gave me an interview anyways <laughs> so i was like okay this guy be getting <laughs> interviews for a lot of stuff he's not qualified for <laughs> <laughs> literally i'm like well i mean i'll take it you know what experience do you have in team team management no, no, nothing no, no, no. Whatsoever. well team team management like prior yeah like uh, i'm like i'm the igl when i play apex but, uh, with my buddies in game leader but uh yeah that's that's actually on my resume <laughs> i in game igl <laughs> wait in game leader <laughs> yeah um no but like i uh zero retail experience so i don't know how that's gonna go uh, but yeah, I, uh, overall, hey man, you can good. always pray, man. You can always pray, bro. Hey man, hope, hope I get lucky. But yeah, people have been luckier. People have been luckier. Listen, if there's a lesson to be learned here, guys, is that even if you're not qualified, just apply anyway, because apparently you're gonna get interviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, hey man, yeah. you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't make, man. The, ph- yeah, so, the, the pharmaceutical one was just hilarious to me, bro. Bro, I don't know how, man. I think, like, honestly, honestly, like, bro, that I don't, I don't man. know. Might, might, might apply for the Pentagon. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> FBI, here I come, bro. Easy. <laughs> so why do you apply? I'm just interested, man. <laughs> Literally, you're not, I, you know, a, you're not even in America. Yeah. <laughs> You ain't got no visa since, yeah. I mean, you should take care of it. I'm worth it, bro. Trust. <laughs> I got you. I'll spot it's you on chest day, bro. It's all confidence. Yeah, bro. Listen, yeah, man, I got is... the potential. It's a small investment for you, but it's a huge return, <laughs> bro. Literally, that's how I'm selling myself. I'm like, hey, man. I'm I'm willing to learn, man. You put in the training, I'll put in the work. That's that's it. You mm-hmm. know. I see it. But yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's that. That's good. Uh, I guess yeah. I'll end it with my highlights, and it will have to be uh, yesterday, uh, last night. We had friends giving at one of my friend's house, 
and it was a really great experience. I brought everyone brought food, right? Uh, I brought a pasta dish, and I brought I knew a, it. I knew it, bro. a cold uh, a, a cold dish uh, with cucumber as well. Ooh, and, okay. Yeah, and um, yeah, we had some good food there. There was this apple pie that really impressed me. Very, very good. Yeah. Wow. And it was a lot of fun just get together with uh, with friends. We had a lot of nice chats. Um, yeah, uh, great bonding moment. And it's it's nice. It's nice to have uh, social experiences like that that are genuine and um, connecting, right? Yes. And yeah, uh, uh, I would say that has to be the highlight. And I guess that's it. I guess that's it for All this right. episode. So thank you for listening. Thank you. All right, okay, Lorenzo, Lorenzo style. You know, uh, now yeah. you know, guys. Now you know his furry side. The, you know, trying to put his blame down. on me, bro. Yeah, you know, these type of def- uh, deflecting behaviors are genuinely, you know, generally a, uh, a pretty clear sign, a pretty good oh, yeah. indicator. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, don't man, don't take me walking hates. to a park where there's ducks, bro. Don't do it. Yeah, uh, you know how you know how like uh, those people who who always like, oh my wife does my girlfriend that, and how much they love them, and this a lot of that is compensating for uh, unfaithful behaviors. You yeah. Know? Ooh, it's true. Yeah. yeah, it's true. So so be careful of uh, these type of things, uh, deflections and compensations, like. Think about it. Be 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 mindful of it. Mm-hmm. Notice it and all question saying, it. You viewers out there, your husbands might be gay. That's all I gotta say. There's yeah. a they lot of them out it. there, bro. There's a lot of them out there. A lot yeah. of them out there. Yeah. Uh, even today, like uh, very very fun news. Uh, obviously, it turned out not to be true, but uh, Iker Casillas, the the retired, legendary Spanish goalkeeper, and Carlos Poyo. The retired legendary defender uh, have made some comments on Twitter. Essentially, the backstory is that the Spanish media has been linking uh, Casillas, the goalkeeper, with a lot of different girls. Uh, and on Twitter, he said, um, uh, "Guys, please uh, respect uh, whatever." Uh, respect the news or something like that and he said I am gay <laughs> 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 just, just to try to do the bitch I do kind of I don't know troll the media or something like that hey yo guys <laughs> stop commenting about these things man. basically that's kind of uh, that's so why he, he did it and then the defender uh, just made a, made a reply to it and he's just like I think it's time to tell our story that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's she jokes yeah uh, so yeah so guys uh, be careful be careful your husbands may be gay yeah no. be mindful of it I'm just saying think about it who would go to such a extent of actually being married to a woman right Obviously, those who deflecting, are deflecting, bro, deflecting and trying yeah. to hide the fact that they're gay. Yeah, it's like that, in high school, bro. Like biggest the, reason. The gay homies would yeah. always be the first ones to get girlfriends, bro. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, try to yeah. mask it up. Like we know, bro. We know, and there's some of them still keeping the act up to this day. Yeah. Yeah. But we know. We know. We know. Man. We know. We know. Nothing wrong with it, but not you at know, all. Not at all. Sometimes, sometimes it just takes uh, takes these type of 
conversation for them to kind of say,、mm-hmm. okay, now's the time to tell our story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and, and on that note, we are actually finished.、Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. <laughs>